0: This is the truth about Aleph Zero. This is an up and coming layer one that you've probably never heard of. So we're gonna do a deep dive to let you know what we think.
1: Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, a.k.a. the Jolly Green Investor. This is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be revealing the truth about A-Left Zero. A-Zero. This is a ZK
0: scalable layer one. Now, there's a lot of layer ones out there. You know, we've talked about Casper in the past, Ethereum, Algorand. They all claim to be the fastest, the cheapest. They've all solved the scalability, scalability trilemma. Mm-hmm. a Zero seems to be put into a category where when we see people talking about bit Tensor Tau, it seems like the same smart people are also talking about ALF Zero. Yep. So I had no idea what they did. You were kind of on them a little bit when we were down to Austin, Texas. Yeah. But I think it's important that we kind of dive into a layer one that is starting to make some headway and is really
1: garnishing some attention and some light. Absolutely. So if you've if been a fan of the Beanstalk show for a while, the Bean Pod, you know that we like to talk about projects before they start trending. You can start to see on Twitter, there's a little bit of a buzz forming on A0. As you said, the smart people, quote unquote, smart people in the industry are starting to talk about A0. So I think that's why the timing is perfect. Now, well, we're going to do a deep dive into A0, talk about the team, the ecosystem, what problems they're solving, what makes them different, their competitive advantages. And finally, at the end of the episode, we will reveal if we think A0 belongs in portfolios moving forward.
0: So this one seems to be built for enterprises. It's a public blockchain with private smart smart contracts based on ZK Snarks. Now we've talked about a lot a lot about ZK SNARKs when we've there are truth about Mina, you know, Mina protocol and what they're doing. Yep. So this has a lot of real life use cases for businesses. And I think we can really dive into the fact that because this is so enterprise ready, utilizing and built using directed um graph DAG, yep. which is also seems to be, I feel, I feel like I'm seeing DAG a lot come up as of late mm. as well. So the fact that they're built using this, I think there's some real life use cases. And you gave a really good one uh, before we started this episode about taxes, was it?
1: Yeah. So, you know, to go back. Because zk
0: could be confusing.
1: So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So ZK, zero knowledge, you know, at the base of it, it's about giving access to your vulnerable information without actually exposing it to a third party. So, you know, if you're doing, you know, if you're trying to get a mortgage, you're trying to get a loan, or if you're doing your taxes, you know, there's a, all your, your social insurance, number, your credit information, your family information, all kinds of stuff, all this very vulnerable information that your third party, the lender, the broker, the dealer, they need access to it to see if they're going to accept you or if, it, if you're doing taxes, you know, to, to do the taxes. But if those databases get hacked, you're fucked, right? So zk, and I think this is why you said you know it's built for enterprise for commercial adoption. So just to give you a bit of an idea of how zk and privacy works and why we think a zero is an interesting technology, if you're going to do your taxes, or you're applying for a loan or doing your mortgage, and you want the third party to have access to your information, you can't do that in Web two. But in Web three, using zk zero knowledge proofs or zk snarks, you can actually you're exposing you're not exposing your information to potential hacks or harm, but through the blockchain and this innovative tech, you're giving, it's like having proof of the information and proof that it's there, and the third party can now see the proof that they need exactly what they want without them actually getting access to your information. And in the world, you know, as we can see the trends going forward, privacy and data and leaks and hacks is more prevalent every year. You know, cybersecurity, people want to keep their data to themselves after they saw what happened with Facebook and all these social networks. So ZK, I think, is a massive narrative going forward, and ALF Zero is all about that.
0: Yeah, so it's the validity of the data without actually having to expose the actual data itself. Yep. Um, So it seems to me through doing the research that ALF Zero is focused on not only privacy, but security. And what they have is they have this multi-chain privacy layer called Liminal, and it's also built with a decentralized file storage system as well. So liminal uses the ZK proofs and s- they're called something as SMPCs. So it's secure multi-party computation. So the way we talked about the ZK s- side, but when you talk about the SMPCs as well, it's also about how that all that data is computated. Mm. So if we had what we had with the ZK proofs and the fact that they have these SMPCs, it basically allows for the computation aspect of things, instead of having one single entity, a trusted source do the computations, you have multiple parties working right. on it. None of those uh, individuals who are working on the computation can see the data either. Yeah. So it's privacy from both both sides.
1: Yeah, pri- I mean, privacy, it's it's the foundation of what ALF Zero is trying to do. Because, you know, going back to the examples that I was giving, like mortgages, lending, loans, uh, tax, you can't have that vulnerable data be exposed to exploits or hacks. So if you dig into what ALF Zero is doing, they're building a technology that is... So uh, it's, it's guarded against uh, like exploits, denial of services, DDoS, all that kind of hacks. They're trying to make that like a crucial element of a Zero, whereas if you're going to approach an enterprise or a corporation that is doing work with hundreds of millions of customers across the world, you know, they can't have a single percentage of chance that there will be a hack. If they're going to trust a blockchain company, they had said, look, this is the most cutting edge, yeah. hack-proof, privacy-enabled technology in the world. And that is basically what zero-knowledge blockchain service can do for people. It
0: is so frustrating, the amount of hacks that we see every single year. It's like, blah, 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 one billion stolen. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, holy shit. Blockchain technology, DeFi, you know, we're talking about Ripple, XRP, and money being sent across border and all this shit. It's like, no more hacks, please. Mm-hmm. Because we're never going to get institutional adoption. Yep. So what really caught my eye is the fact that they had these two recent partnerships they're so security focused. So they had one with uh, Kudelsky Security. It's for security design and code audits. Then they also had another partnership with CoinFirm. That's a strength in transaction security and compliance. So when you look at like partnerships like Polygon Max, like, oh, we're working with Disney and all these other things, it's exciting. But these guys, you can tell they're focused on they don't want hacks, and they want to be secure. So mm. I love that side thing because that's what's going to bring in the institutional enterprise adoption.
1: Yeah, for sure. You know, when we do this Truth About series, you always look for partnerships, and as you and you know, as, as you mentioned, sometimes the partnerships are all about headlines and fluff. But it's clear that the A zero team is is locked in on that specific use case, and they're trying to dominate that privacy era. Um, so that's that's a good thing to see. So when you talk about you know we've okay, so we we talked about the security, the privacy of the blockchain. Now we can talk about scalability. You know, you always say uh, every blockchain claims they've solved of the trilemma, right? But, you know, ALF0 looks like they've done pretty good on those two other ones. So when you talk about scalability, the stats are 0.9 seconds time to finality. So it's extremely fast. Average cost per transaction is 0.0003A0. So like basically yeah. zero. That's amazing. Uh, right now, 71% of A0 tokens are staked. That is bullish. Very bullish. So it's people have long-term belief in alev Zero. Uh, they have nearly 63,000 wallets. So, you know, it's growing. It's growing rapidly. People are staking the token. So there's a lot of good kind of st- um, stats behind it. And then when you look at token utility, now A0 is not currently used for gas in the ecosystem. However, there's validator node staking. Um, I think there are actually, there's some areas where they're bringing in transaction fees being paid for in A0, which is kind of nice to see because it gives that token utility rather than just a governance token. Um, But there's all kinds of things like collateral for wrapped token, wrapped assets, discounts on DEXs if you hold A0. So in terms of token utility, when we do these reviews, sometimes the token basically is zero utility. With A0, it looks like there is quite a of utility and they're building towards more utility, which I like.
0: So I guess one thing I wanted to highlight about the token was how much has been sent to the... like. I don't, I don't know. I, see, see what you think about this. So I like to find... like When we talked about BitRock, for example, one, one of our episodes, and the fact that it was fair launch, no pre-sale, no seed sale, all these things, right? So when we do the truth belt, we like to highlight, you know, both the pros and the cons. So what I found was like 16% was uh, pre-seed, 16% was seed. So there's still like a small percentage of the tokens that have been sent out to early round investors Mm. because not all tokens are out in circulation yet. So there is that I would kind of like from an investing perspective, keep an eye on that. But if you are an enterprise or a institution that's looking to start developing, building on a left zero or a layer one this one looks really good because their privacy layer is compliant they built it with compliance in mind because mm. wasn't there was something going on in the uk where they're going to uh abolish like privacy coins or something like that Binance oh, yeah, yeah. was a
1: whole thing with that they're getting rid of it was a uh, tornado cash and all that yeah. kind of stuff yeah so
0: I like that they're built in compliance with upcoming regulations. Yeah, so
1: speaking back to the token and the dilution and stuff, you know, the AZR token is relatively new. It's only been out for about a year and a half. Yeah. It never really had a bull run, no. right? Now, I like that. You know, we like to find the tokens that haven't really ever seen a 10X, 50X, right? So if you look at the AZR chart, it maybe did like a 2X, 3X, or 4X tops back in, uh, you know, before when it was launched. But um, it's never really had that crazy 50X, 100X run, which I like, because mm. it seems to have the technology behind it. Now, one of the things I really do like about the uh, ALF Zero is the team. You go, first of all, actually, the website. The website's sleek. Yeah, The website it's, is it's nice. it's one of the, you know, it's right in that, it's an A-plus rating on the website. One of the nice I've seen. Yeah. So when you go on the website, go to the team, right away you'll notice, first of all, there's 55 members of the team. Pretty big team. They've won a ton of blockchain awards, hackathon awards, startup awards. Very, very impressive. It seems like they've got a lot of smart people working there. The fact that they've won a bunch of these awards... These people know what they're doing, and they're proving it. They're executing. I think the team has previous experience at such companies as IBM, Stellar. So they're bringing in uh, big players from big companies. It's um, a lot of tech, a lot of green flags, ticks to the boxes for me from the website and the team.
0: Best infrastructure project from um, Next Block Expo, and they are the top five uh, project for Europe's top blockchain startups of the year. Mm. So there's a lot of projects that get launched. Yeah, you're in the top five in Europe. Pretty interesting. Yep. Definitely worth noting for sure. For sure. Um, What else can we look at here? I see with the ecosystem, they have an ecosystem funding program of $50 million. Like that? That helps, you know, develop the infrastructure, bring out more projects, different dApps, bring on developers, like... You always want to see a product that does have some money in the bank and can help grow their ecosystem because it's not just going to do it itself.
1: Yeah, we always like to see the uh, development funds. So 50 million is a decent amount. Uh, They've got around 100 projects uh, listed on the website for dApps. A lot of DeFi projects, which is typical of like an earlier stage, layer one blockchain. Uh, Some of the ones that caught my eye, there's a private domain service, A0ID, which I think could have a lot of use case. There's some wallet browser extensions, NFT projects, uh, synthetic cross-chain asset platforms. Uh, non-custodial on-chain fundraising. I like that. So it's called Angel Block. It allows for non-custodial and on-chain fundraising. But if you're doing it in like a tran- uh, you know, an anonymous private kind of, you know, if you want to fund a blockchain startup privately, securely, I think that's a pretty cool one as well. So there's some really interesting projects building in the ecosystem, which we, you would have to say is still at its early stages.
0: And talk about winning. They just want a parachain, parachain slot to connect to Polkadot. Interesting. Uh, which also going to be very important because it's going to establish a cross-chain bridge uh, and infrastructure for the ecosystem.
1: Right, It's um, pretty cool.
0: Pretty good considering the mainnet went live only two years
1: ago in 2021. Yeah, for sure. So um, it's not EVM compatible, A0, but in the roadmap, they have a MetaMask snap integration plugin coming. I think that could be huge. I think we. that's the thing that like, I, I wrote down, you know, they're on phase four of, of seven
0: phases for the roadmap. And that upcoming MetaMask integration was uh, one that caught my eye. In addition to to the Liminal, which we discussed earlier with the SMPCs and the ZK Snarks is the fact that they have Liminal 2.0 and 3.0 to be launched. And smart contract tooling as well, which I think would be pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, I look, you know, if you go back, you know, we, we've, we've done a lot of truth about some projects are really cool. Some projects, you know, when the start of the truth about series, we're covering, you know, the top 20 projects. Now we're starting to go down the list. I think that this is, you know, maybe ranked around 150 in terms of market cap, but it still seems like it's, it's flying a lot under the radar, mostly because it's a relatively new blockchain. As we said, we kind of, we saw that they, they sponsored an event in Austin. So it's like, all right, we should dig into this, this project. It's still early stages. I think from a technology point of view, from a narrative point of view, it's one of the more impressive projects. We like the projects that are working in the privacy sector, security, ZK. That's why we like Mina Protocol. protocol. Um, so when you look at the team, really impressive team. They're winning awards. They're building in a, in, a, in a hot sector. I think A0 is, for me, you know, if you want to know the truth about A0, it's a very impressive looking project What I think deserves to be on radars. And if you follow us on Twitter, you know we both recently actually started positions in A0 because if you looked at the chart, or it just had support. It had to. It was way down. You know, yeah. people were maybe shilling it at the top there. No, we were not doing that. We waited until it came down. It was right at a long-term support line. We both started positions. So we both do now have bags of A0. You know, that was purely from a charting perspective. Yeah, strictly. We got in and we're like, all right, we, let's do a deep, deep dive into this. We already knew what it was. But it's a pretty impressive project, I have to say.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know what I really liked was that they have a hub and spoke model. Because you have to think about enterprises and how they will kind of want their own little... They want to be sovereign, if you will. So I kind of see this like a Cosmos. So they have this hub and spoke model where each institution or enterprise can become an independent spoke within ALF Zero. Oh, yeah. They kind of run things however they see fit. Cool. Pretty cool. Yeah,
1: I mean, they've got some interesting things going on. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, for sure. So if you're not, you know, if if you don't already hold A Zero, if you're not familiar with the ALF Zero project, hopefully you learned something about it today. I would say, put this one on your watch list, follow them on Twitter. You know, we're, we'll probably be ge- continuing to give you guys updates on Aleph Zero in the future, seeing as we think it's a very interesting project. And if you have any other projects or, or altcoins or whatever that you want us to do a deep dive into, do a truth about, let us know in the comments and whichever one gets the most likes, we will put on the list.
0: And then t- into the next episode. Because that
1: one's going to be a banger.